Good day to all our listeners and welcome to the Temba Tandega Leadership Institute podcast, specialists in organizational behavior. In this podcast, we discuss leadership and staff engagement and how organizations can improve on both. It is simple economics. If leaders focus on staff engagement, their people stick around in their organization. If they stick around, they build better relationships with customers and provide a superior service. This leads to satisfied customers who become repeat customers and advocates for your business, which leads to exponential growth and profitability. If you want to increase profitability through staff engagement, stick around and listen to this podcast. We will focus on themes from Herman Duplessis' book titled Lead with Intent. Herman is the founder and director of TTLI. Links of where you can buy the book are available in the description area of this podcast. Good day, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Temba Tandeka Leadership Institute podcast. We're busy working through our book, Lead with Intent, Leadership Principles and Practices that Drive Engagement and Profitability. So we have discussed the first two uh, principles, where we spoke about humility, and we had a discussion with Brun Pretorius about that, and then we spoke to Benjamin De Witter about psychological safety. And today I'm excited to talk to uh, Rainier van der Watt, who is the Managing Director of Hensolt here in South Africa. And uh, I was privileged to meet him last year uh, at one of the leadership forums that he conducts for his business to develop leadership, uh, leadership in the company. And uh, that was such an uh, exciting event, uh, and it was wonderful to be a part of that. And we're going to talk about rehumanization. Um, That's the principle. The practice is empathy and listening, and the impact on culture is loyalty and community. So, Rainier, thank you so much for making the time available uh, to be on our podcast, and welcome. Thank you, Armand. Good morning, and I'm happy to be part of your podcast. Thank you so much. So we, we're in Rainier's office here in Pretoria, Tswane. Um, and uh, yeah, it is, uh, I, I saw the, the security is nice and strict when, uh, when, when, when you move into the office area. Uh, it's not like all other office building. It's not open for everybody to enter. So there is a higher level of security here at Ensolt. Yeah, no, for sure. I think our business um, requires that. Yes. We, we do defense security solutions. Okay. And I think many of the, the projects we do are actually for what we call the defense intelligences of the world. And um, we believe that we play a key role in making the difference for a safer tomorrow, which is also part of the Hensel Group's vision central to our vision. Okay, okay. So, Renir, I mean, um, I remember listening to you the first time when I met you, um, talking about this company, Hensolt, talking about your mandate as the leader of the business, how you came into the business, and what it is that you had to achieve uh, coming here as the managing director. So maybe tell us a little bit about Hensolt, and what your mandate is as the the managing director of the business currently. Sure. Yes, so I joined Hensolt in March 2019. And um, 
maybe a bit of history on Henselt. So, so Henselt used to be Airbus Defence. Okay. Airbus decided in the I think 2014 they want to focus on their commercial airline business, and then they they essentially sold the Airbus Defence business, okay. and 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 that became Henselt. Now the way Airbus operated was they had companies all over the world which they managed as essentially assets. So it's like a holdings company with various companies and these companies operate as independent businesses and would consolidate up into the group. Okay. When Henselt was created, um, the, the CEO of Henselt Group in Germany decided he wants to create a single organization from these various assets okay. that, they, that, that they acquired. And I think in, in, in that is quite a significant challenge and, and significant change that needs to happen because you need to take companies that run independently and essentially integrate them into becoming a single organization. Okay. So I was specifically recruited by Henselt to take the two companies that they owned in South Africa at that point in time, GEW Technologies and, and um, Optronics and to create Henselt South Africa. Okay. So, so when, when I went for the interview, um, my boss said, you have a simple job, you just need to do three things. Number one is take these two companies and create Henselt South Africa. Number two, grow Henselt South Africa. Yeah. And number three, ensure that Henselt South Africa becomes the leading defense electronics company in South Africa. Okay. Which, um, yeah, I think was quite clear and I knew what I had to do. Well, I knew what was the task, what was the challenge, and how mm. to do it. That's, that's a journey. So I think what's interesting about you, Rainier, and obviously uh, I read up about you on the internet as well, um, is that you have a passion for strategy. And I can imagine that that was a very enticing uh, proposal for you to bring these two businesses together strategically, how to do that. Was that something that excited you? For sure, no, no, for sure, no, no. I think um, it, it it certainly excited me because to me that essentially is a is an organisation design challenge. Yes. And a key element of organisation design is culture. So ultimately, it's a cultural challenge. Yes. Which yes. I enjoy. I think it's, <laughs> it's it's not that it's it's something that it's it's difficult enough okay. that, that that you know it's going to take significant energy. Um, to, to be able to achieve that. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we're in 2023 now as we record this in January. Um, where, where does the business find itself currently? I mean, I think everybody knows that there's a war in Ukraine and in Russia. Um, so, uh, in terms of your strategy to bring the two companies together, how is the business doing financially? Have you guys grown? Are you are you satisfied with where you are currently with the business? I am satisfied. Good. I must say, I think um, taking into account that we also had a, a pandemic that mm. had a huge influence on how one would operate over the last four years. But I think in terms of what we set out to do, I can see that we are on the right track. We've achieved some of the key milestones. There is still a lot that we can do, but maybe if I can draw a picture of where we used to be and where we are. So, so I think when we started out, 
one key element that we needed needed to do was we needed to work on Hensel South Africa as an organization, which didn't exist in 2019. So, so, so we had to look at how do we create brand value out of that. So, so that was one key key aspect, and then the second aspect is how do I get how do I create a leadership for this company out of the assets that we have mm. that can essentially build and execute on this vision that we had in terms of creating a company that's the leading defense electronics company in South Africa and grow it from what mm. we had. So we started out with, so the, the first thing we did was we decided on, let's call it an, an organization design format that, that could suit our needs to be able to execute the strategy. Okay. And we decided on a, on a structure where we would operate in business units, like as if they are independent companies within okay. an organization, however strongly supported by key central functions. So they had ownership of their own division, making it work with support then? Correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. So, and, and, and I think they're the, they're the, the key element in, in terms of taking a company that owned everything that or controlled everything that they did to say, well, I'm breaking you up now, and we were essentially owning the operational part as a single business unit, but financial management, human resources, legal and compliance that we're actually taking out, that's not directly under control, but we're giving it back to you as a as strong support. Okay. And, and the reason why we had to do that was to make sure that we get standardization within our organization, okay. and specifically the key governance of the organization as well as culture. Mm -hmm. and, and to me, human resources, I think, it's one of the assets, if you leverage it correctly, you can create a lot of value out of that. And that's why it was also important to have a central human resources function that would service the needs of the business units. Okay. So, I mean, I met you at your leadership forum. But tell me more about your idea for this leadership forum that you have in the company. Uh, why did you start the leadership forum? What are you trying to achieve with it? Yeah, so essentially... In building the organization, which is, I would say, it's, it's quite complex for leaders to make this transition from being a single small company and, and actually owning and controlling all of the resources to play, play a part in a bigger organization where you don't necessarily control the resources, but you can still coordinate them yes. within the organization. So, so what I realized is the, the success of what we will be doing will depend on the leadership team yes. of the new organization. Mm -hmm. so, so first, I would say I spent the first year essentially to create a team, mm -hmm. to, to identify the key role players, to create the necessary organizational structure from a team point of view. So to put that in place. Mm. However, that's the starting point. Then, then we, we set out to say, okay, now we need to get this team to work as one team to create Ensel South Africa and to grow it. Mm. And to me, my view on that is, I think that is where 
let's call it a cultural journey or where the development of the of, of that team is very important. I decided to call it a leadership development journey because I think one of the key challenges that I saw at the outset in, in my team specifically was that they were very busy on doing things in the business and not and, 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 and too busy on doing that and didn't really spend enough time on leading their teams, yes. creating their own teams and leading that. And, and, and we knew we had to change that. Mm. Uh, I think uh, I remember a discussion with you when we had breakfast the one morning and you said to me, a lot of the managers said to you, Rainier, you've given us a lot of extra work to do. And then you redefined it and said, look, this is now your work, you know, to actually lead your team and not only uh, run the business, but to actually lead in your different business units, uh, which I think was an interesting. So it was reframing their work as well to see leadership as a big component of what it is that they need to do every day. Sure, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that was it. It was to say, how can we make the shift from spending 80% of your time working in the business yes. to spending 20% of your time maybe working in the business and 80% in working on, on the, the business? business. Yes. And, and, and that's the shift. That's okay. the main reason for this leadership development journey yes. is to, to be able to facilitate that transition. Uh, so I think I understand it better now. Because you had the specific design, you saw the leadership journey as essential to making it work. You know, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, my view is organization design. One of the key elements of organization design is, is actually culture development. Yes. And I see leadership develop, development and culture development as the same thing. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. So we need to talk about rehumanizing the workplace. I think you're an industry full of engineers. Uh, it's defense. It's, so it's, uh, it's hard. <laughs> it sounds almost militaristic. How did you rehumanize? What is the process to rehumanize the work environment here at Hensolt? Yeah, I think you're right. It is very. It's. 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 Uh, I think we're in a in a the type of environment where we're very much compliance and task driven. Yes. So, for for, for me in Ensold, it was firstly how do we create a common goal, okay. and a, a common goal that our people can link to from a human aspect. Okay. And and I think in a way in Ensold. It is probably, I think this is where the Hensel vision made it easier for me. Because what we are saying, our purpose, the Hensel group's purpose, is to make a difference for a safer tomorrow. Yes. That's what, that's, that's what everything we do. And safer for humans. Safer for humans. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, and, and if you look at what Hensel is doing, we, we protect rhinos, mm. we, 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 we protect countries. We, we protect um, borders. So, so whatever we do is to, to, to be able to make it safer, a safer place for, 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 for humans. Okay. And, and, and around that, one can create the necessary story yes. for, for people to connect to. Yeah. From, so, their, from their humanity. Hey? From their humanity. Yeah. They can, the, the thing is, ultimately, I believe if somebody feels that they are doing worthwhile work, mm. they will put in the necessary energy and effort. 
Yes. And I think making the world a safer place, I think, I believe, is worthwhile work. Exactly. And it was about making sure that we get that message through right to the organization, up to the level of somebody that is even doing cleaning services for our company. Mm -hmm. So I'm making the world a safer place because I'm cleaning this building where the engineers are designing the products yes. that will be making the world a safer place. Yes, wonderful. So, uh, Rainier, you said you read the book, which is great. Thank you for that. <laughs> and Rainier also bought books for the entire Leadership Forum. Thank you for that. Um, as you know, in this chapter on rehumanizing the workplace, the practice uh, we suggest and that, that we've seen most leaders use to rehumanize the workplace is through empathy. So, how, um, uh, you know, how, how would you rate the empathy empathy levels currently in Hensolt, um, you know, the environment, is it an empathetic environment? Uh, tell me more about that. How would you uh, assess the empathy levels? Yeah, so it's probably what I can tell you is, is maybe how do, how do I see how has the empathy levels moved? Yes, tell us that. the last couple of years because it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, to, to me, one of the key elements of empathy is, is to be able to move over to listening more and talking less. Yes. To essentially have less meetings and have more one-on-one -on -one communication to sort out issues. Yes. And, and, I, and I believe that's what, again, part of the, our leadership journey was very much to make our, our leaders and the teams aware of, of, of the fact that it starts with me. So, so any, any, any sort of development, leadership development process, if, if you don't start with the leader and, and that, 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 that person needs to do introspection in, in, in where am I as a leader? Uh, am, am I listening? Am I putting myself in the shoes of my team? to be able to understand their, their situation better. I think if we don't do that, we, we miss a big opportunity. Mm. And, and I believe because we started on that, we focused on the persons and said, well, have a look at yourself. Think about what should I be doing? Yes. And, 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 and we, we gave them some skills in being able to, or made them aware that, 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 that we should move away from a, let's call it a command and control environment more to a collaborative environment mm -hmm. and, and, and I can see that the, the empathy levels have changed because of that. Yes. I see less, I see more listening. Okay. I, 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 see, I see people and, and sort of understanding other person's viewpoint mm -hmm. better and so on. So I would say the empathy levels have increased mm -hmm. and, and it actually what it does is it reduces churn. Yes. Yeah, because the impact of empathy is loyalty and community. So people hang around longer in your business, and that's what you want. So there's less churn, uh, which is important. So um, tell me about your listening ability. Uh, how would you rate that as a leader, and how have you learned to become a better listener? Yeah, I. it is... Probably Three daughters and one wife. Yeah. That's part of it. I think, and, and that's what I wanted to say. I think it starts okay, great. actually in your personal life. Yes. And, 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 and how, how did you make the trans transition in your personal life? Now, 
the, the one thing that I can tell you in terms of my, um, let's say it, my own development and, 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 and being a Christian and, 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 and living the values of Christianity, mm. one of the things is I, I, patience. So, so I learned for, for me the important things, the things that I struggled with mm. was, was number one, patience. And, and, and number two, sort of to, to think before I respond. Yes. And, and it, it's not something that I actually had to teach myself to do that. I think the three daughters and, and, and the, the wife and the mother <laughs> and the grandmother in the same house worked. And, um, but uh, it, it came with practice. And yeah. um, I think probably also... The more you, I've actually learned that it, it works. I, I think it's to me, listening, it's a very good influencing skill mm. because you can listen, and and you can really set it, give it time to settle in before responding, and and, and actually even not responding. Yes. And, and, and just listening, and maybe be patient about it, and, and come back later. I think more and more research is showing that one of the super skills for leaders is to listen. Because one of the challenges is uh, if you don't listen as a leader, and I think Andy Stanley says this, you'll be surrounded with a lot of people who have nothing to say. And then you as the leader, you don't actually understand what's happening in your business. So for, for the truth to get to you as the leader, those listening abilities is very important. And I think I want to encourage people. I think, uh, um, you know, uh, two of the fastest declining human skills is resilience and listening. Um, if you want to get ahead, it's, it's to listen, to make, to make sure you take the time, uh, you create time to listen. And I love what you said about not responding immediately, taking time to think about it. And it's also something like you said, and, and this is most important, it's practiced. So uh, you're not going to become a great listener two days from now, but if you practice it over a prolonged period of time, uh, it becomes easier. Um, so at your leadership forum where I attended, um, I could see that there was a loyalty in the team. And even the individuals, when they spoke uh, with me afterwards, behind your back, uh, many of your staff uh, attributed their loyalty to this business uh, as a result of your leadership. So here's the question. How do you foster loyalty and community at Hensolt? Is it something you do intentionally or do you think it's a byproduct of many things that you've done? I would say it's both. Okay. And, 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 and for me... There, there, there are certain elements of intentionality that if you, if you do that, it will create certain byproducts. So, so personally, the one thing that, that I, and I, at the outset, I did that intentionally a lot, intentionally a lot, is, is building trust. Okay. And, and building trust meaning it begins with me. Mm. So, so, so I was appointed as the managing director of Insult. So I was put in this position of leading the company. 
and I knew that I, although I was put in that position, I haven't earned it yet. Mm. I had to earn that, and the way to earn that is to earn the trust of my my team. Okay. So, so for me, and 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 earning trust, in my view, is about transparency. Okay. So key value for me is being transparent with my team and expecting them to be transparent with myself and with one another. Yes. And I think it's a sort of one of these values that once it starts to, to, to work, it escalates and then we also get some other side benefits from it. Okay, good. Thank you, I like that. Um, what would your advice be for for leaders in South Africa right now? I mean, uh, what's going through your head currently regarding the country, uh, people in business in South Africa? And I know it's such a broad question, but, um, you know, maybe there's something, um, you know, you can encourage leaders with. Uh, what's your thinking currently? Um, I mean, as somebody who's had remarkable success here at Hensold in what you've, you've accomplished in such a short time. So I think one thing that goes through my head a lot is, is, is what, maybe the view that we might have about leadership and who can be leaders. Yes. And I think one of the challenges that I already see we're facing in South Africa is we do not have enough leaders. It's, um, I think there's, there's a real shortage of skills. Mm. And, and, and I think a lot of our leaders in, in, in how our organizations developed in the past years, I don't think we, we created enough leaders. Mm. So what organizations will need to accept is they're going to put junior people into leadership positions. And I want to encourage them to do it. Good. Because they will get the results. People will show up. Somebody in his, if somebody's in the late 20s and you believe he's too young or she's too young to become a leader, don't hesitate. Put mm. that person in the leadership position mm. and that person most, time, most times will step up. Yes. I think that's the one, the one thing. And the other thing is I think we should not underestimate the value of having a diverse team okay. and, and, and being able to openly debate topics in a diverse team to get the right answers. Yes. I can see that the more diverse we are in our teams, the more innovative we are in the results we get. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I think um, uh, my, my sense in a lot of our customers uh, is that um, they are hesitant to appoint the younger leaders. Um, and there are many reasons for it, but I think it's it's our own paradigms sometimes that need to be challenged, and and give those young leaders an opportunity. Uh, I think our country needs uh, that. And secondly, embrace the diversity. It's good if there is diversity. There's a lot of talk now about polarity management. So there's polar opposite views on everything nowadays. And I think if we can all come together, listen to each other have empathy with each other, that's going to give us a competitive advantage most probably uh, as a business as well. So thank you for that. I appreciate that, uh, Rainier. So what does the future look like for Rainier, for Hensold? Um, you know, uh, um, uh, let's start with Hensold and then maybe with Rainier. Uh, you know, how, how, do you, 
how would you wish your life to make an impact going forward as well maybe because i know there is an entrepreneurial spirit in you uh, as well yeah so i think for insult um, we've we've come a long way in terms of being a single organization um, we do believe we are the number one defense electronics company in south africa so that's one of i would say the the challenges that, that we've made good progress on. Okay. We are growing the business. We have grown significantly and we foresee still quite quite a nice growth path going forward. So maybe for me the key thing is is really um, to, 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 to finish what we started in terms of building the Central South Africa um, organization and, 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 and to, 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 to make I would say our leadership even stronger in how we collaborate in in our organization in South Africa, but also as part of the bigger Ensel group that has offices around the world. Mm -hmm. So it's very much focusing, I, I have the values of trust, transparency, accountability, and collaboration that we're working on with our teams to make sure that that's top of mind in mm -hmm. everybody's sort of in the way we work. Mm -hmm. So continue with that in Ensel. And we, we, we have some good opportunities in growing the business, which we are pursuing. Personally, I think I still have a couple of years that I can give to Hensel to, to take us on this journey. And then, yes, I think once my youngest daughter is out of school, we'll probably have a look at what change is necessary. Okay. Our family set up and maybe look at what opportunities are on the horizon at that point in time. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Well, Rainy, thank you so much for your time. Uh, but most importantly, thank you for your example as a leader. Um, you know, you are highly regarded by your staff. Everybody I've spoken to is grateful for what you have done here and you've made an impact in their lives. And thank you so much for that and sharing your story with us. Many leaders are going to benefit from this. So thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Temba Tendega Leadership Institute podcast, Specialists in Organizational Behavior. In this podcast, we discuss leadership and staff engagement and how organizations can improve on both. If you need more information to assist you with staff engagement and leadership, please visit our website at www.ttli.co.za or email us at office at ttli.co.za. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Would you like to stand a chance to win a copy of Herman's book titled Lead with Intent? Then please share and like this podcast on your social media platforms. We will contact the winners when the competition ends. <laughs>